Welcome back to another episode of Divorce Confessional. I'm Claire Birchwood. Um, Today, I'm kind of thinking about expectations and what I struggle most with them. I think post-divorce and through the divorce, um, really just expectations about my ex or with my ex. So if that's something you're interested in hearing about, keep listening. Today's confession is really just how I'm like dealing with expectations and especially how that deals with my ex, um, a little bit about that. So I had, I think everyone enters into marriage with expectations. I've heard of marriage, like at a wedding, your marriage is this box. It's an empty box. And I really like that analogy because, you know, as you're getting married, you're, you're not celebrating something that is in its fullness. You're not celebrating something that is, you know, matured. You're, you're celebrating something that is all expectations. Like what's going to be in the box is what you put into it. And that's what, you know, time will show in your marriage. That's the hopes and dreams you have, the expectations you have for your marriage and yourself and your partner, you know, that all goes into this empty box and that's what, you know, the start of a marriage is. I think divorce has really forced me to unpack that hypothetical box and take a look at like what was actually inside. And I think the most painful part of divorce for me is realizing that, you know, my expectations weren't met. My expectations fell woefully short of what I thought I would have in life. Um, And I think that a lot of people, if they were honest, would say the same thing about their own marriages. My perspective has changed a lot on marriage since I've been divorced. I think that... You know, in order for me to really celebrate someone's marriage, I have to, I feel like I have to know how healthy it was or is. I feel like I take everything, you know, a little bit more cynically than I did before. It's like I need to know that there's not abuse, that there's not, you know, using of the other person or, um, you know, any of the the power struggles that can happen within a marriage or the unequal balance of a relationship. And I think my expectations is where I get a lot of my pain, you know, post-divorce and even in my marriage. It's like um, when you're divorcing a narcissist or a an abuser, and I do use those terms separately. I feel like you can be an abuser without being a narcissist. You can be a narcissist without necessarily being a gross abuser. You know, if you catch yourself and have lifelong therapy, but that's another talk. Um, but your expectations of them will always be your source of pain. And I feel like when you're divorcing or marrying or, you know, your relationship with this person and they are not following 
a strong moral compass. You know, their morality has been compromised by the acceptance of abuse or um, abuse of power. That's most often the case with a narcissist. It's really impossible to expect them to react and live their life with the same morality you do. You know, for us, I think there's right and wrong. No matter what that is to us personally, we know, you know, we operate our lives on the basis that, you know, there's a right way for us to go about things and there's a wrong way. Um, feel like, I feel like narcissists give themselves free passes to act in whatever way suits them. And abusers give themselves, you know, a free pass to act in a, an abusive way. When you're dealing with someone like that, you can't expect them to see the world as you do. You know, I had this talk with my ex this week where, you know, I was explaining to him, and that's a red flag. Like, if you have to explain why something is wrong to someone, chances are you shouldn't have to be explaining it. Like, they know... They just would rather not think about it or they've excused it and to them it's right. So why are you wasting your breath? But I was talking to my ex about how I have not received alimony yet and it's been over a month. My funds are totally zapped because, you know, I'm living on a third of what I should be living on according to our divorce settlement agreement. And all the money I have that was supposed to go to my son went to, you know, high bills like like mortgage and utilities and everything. That was zapped and, you know, it's been a real struggle this month. And I was trying to explain to him after my attorney told me it's like well he needs to pay you directly okay well now we know you know what happened and he is the only person who can fix this so I was talking to him um telling him it's like you know the sooner the better I need to make these payments for next month I really need this now um you know the fact and I think I I touched on this in one of my recent podcasts, you know, this past Friday, he was out partying with co-workers on the day that I was talk- talking to him about this, that this isn't moral, this is not okay by your kid, and I was basically telling him, and I use these words, it's like, this is not ethical that, you know, this is... MIA money right now, a lot of it, and we're really struggling. I'm struggling to provide for your son, and you're in the way of that. You know? So, I've angry cried a lot this week. I still don't have alimony. I still don't have what I need to have to provide for my son and that's been a real struggle you know I did for one month totally depleted next month I need it so 
I use the words, it's like, it's not ethical for you to postpone this because, you know, we needed this the first of the month, not now. You know, this is almost 30 days ago where this was due. And so I said that he came back with, it is so ethical. Like, this is absolutely the way it should be. And it's so frustrating. Like, I think my expectations that my ex is a moral person or even a person that's like, no, that's bullshit. This is something my child needs. I will provide that. You know, versus letting the government and, you know, unforeseen circumstances just take that away from your kid. And I think that's the hardest part of divorce for me. It's like I'm operating on the set of values that I have that even if I have nothing, I will go above and beyond to provide for my son. And I have, you know, the, the length to which I would go for our son is way different than what he'll do. Um, he's been sick for a few days and you know what? Guess who hasn't called, you know, guess who hasn't even reached out to see if his high fever went down. Nothing, you know, absolutely nothing. And that was another talk, you know, going back that I had with him about this, like months ago, I told him, it's like, you know, your, your son doesn't, you know, he was asking why daddy didn't call him. He was asking why, you know, he always wonders why his dad doesn't reach out to him when he needs it. You know, why isn't daddy checking on me? Why isn't daddy seeing how I'm doing or asking about my week? It's like he goes missing for days. And I do think it's part of, you know, whatever drugs he's using. But I was telling him, it's like, as a dad, he has to do better. He has to reach out more and show, you know, our son he cares. Regardless of how he feels to me, he has an obligation to his son. And, you know, even that was met with pushback so like you can hear how frustrated I am you can hear how worn out and tired I am of having to tell this man you know that's not ethical that's not right your son deserves better you know he shouldn't have to wonder if, if he's going to be financially stable because of something you've done. So that's the hardest part, you know, of everything for me, I think. So I'll keep you guys posted, you know, what happens with the whole alimony thing. But today I just have to get that off my chest. And, you know, if that resonates with you at all I feel you I'm just as frustrated I feel like as moms we put ourselves out there and really exhaust all our resources before even asking our exes for stuff half the time like I was telling one of my friends he needed new clothes he needed new shoes he needed new everything and 
I didn't keep the receipts because I know that I'm not going to ask his dad for half. Like, I know right now that's a battle. Yeah, I don't feel like fighting. So I would personally rather, you know, pay everything myself than ever have to rely on this man. Unfortunately, you know, since I gave up my career, I have to get back on my feet. And that means, you know, taking alimony and child support for a while. Um, you know, as a way to compensate the years of a career I lost due to making his career take off. So if, you know, you're feeling the same way, I just want to let you know you're not alone. And, you know, I'll, I'll come back, I'll update, I'll talk to you guys later and hopefully have some good news this week, you know. So take care. And thanks for listening.